Afternoon Drive with Goodman and Mason, presented by Silter Har Mazda. A no-pressure buying experience in Broomfield at Silter Har Mazda. Find them at sthmazda.com. Live from the Sasquatch Casino and Wildcard Casino Sports Desk, here's Eric and Andrew. Welcome back. Afternoon Drive. Goodman Mason. Watch us. MileHighSports.com. You can reach us. Rocky Mountain Forest Products Twitter feed at Mace Denver at Eric Goodman. If you're looking for a wholesale lumber to the public, go to RMFP.com. In the meantime, very excited to tell you about my good friend and my insurance guy at Farmers Insurance, Eric Cook. I've worked with Eric well over five years. He does my auto, my home. He does my health insurance as well. And that's the thing about what he does. A lot of insurance agents do not do health insurance, but he does that as well. I love the fact that he's quick to return phone calls and emails. He even does it on his day off. Eric Staff, the Cook Insurance Agency, has over 70 years of experience. They know the right questions to get you the policy that you want, and they follow up every year as well because things are going to change. Maybe you upgraded your kitchen. Maybe you got a new car. They want to stay on top of that to make sure that you are covered. Call today, 303-790-8089, 303-790-8089. Trust me, he's the best out there, the Cook Insurance Agency with Farmers Insurance. 303-790-8089. Time now for the buzz. The buzz is presented by Eric Cook at Farmers Insurance, the Cook Insurance Group. Focused on people, not policies. Call today at 303-790-8089. That's 303-790-8089. My good friend and your friend, Les Shapiro, was sick with cancer. We didn't talk as much on the phone, and it broke my heart. So now, another good friend of mine, Peter McNabb, stricken with cancer. I know that he's doing better. And I missed my phone conversations with Peter McNabb. Peter, you and I have not talked for a long time. And I'm and and, and honestly, I'm like getting kind of choked up. How are you? How (laughs) are you? I am I'm you know, it's uh it's a long process. There's no question about it. And it uh it's it's everything that you know, it's cracked up to be. You know, you you have horrible days and but I'm, I'm on the other side. My three-month met checkup is uh, in two weeks, and everything's supposed to be going well. So, listen, I'm just going to count my lucky stars. I'm on that side of the ledger, so I'm very, very happy. Well, I am so happy for you and your family. How much happy are you after watching last night's game? Well, you know, it's one of hopefully 16 wins for the Avalanche, but you saw... When you're analyzing a club and you're writing down what they do well, what you know, what are their strengths, what are the things that, that you know they're going to have to play into, they're going to have to work well. So many of them showed up last night. I mean, their stars were stars. There's that's probably the biggest single thing that happened in last night's game. The big guys came out early. Uh, Nathan McKinnon, we, I don't know if you saw him interviewed at the end of the game. It was like that's one. So don't you know? It's this is a business trip. You know he is. He is determined to make it this year for the Colorado Avalanche. And, uh, you know, I, I really felt that first period was about as much fun if you're an Avalanche fan, but it was also you saw so many positive things from the Avalanche that you, you had to be excited about that first period and that whole game. 
How much do you think when you're a terrific team and you fall short in the playoffs one way or another, how do, how much do you think that helps? Because we look at the Lightning, they won back-to-back titles after getting swept in round one. And even from Av's history, the year before the 96 Cup uh, Cup run in 95, the Nordiques go out, in, when they're the Nordiques, they go out in the first round despite being, I believe, a one seed that year. How much does that, how much do you see that kind of help teams and how much does that kind of motivate the Avs right now? I, I got kind of a story that, you know, will tell you. One year the Edmonton Oilers just had a great year and they were going to meet the New York Islanders in the finals. And it was after the game one and they're feeling good. They played well. They didn't win, but they, you know, they thought, you know, we, we were really doing well. And they're walking down the hallway in Nassau Coliseum at the time. And just as they get to the door, that's the, the door to the New York Islanders dressing room, the door opens and there's, they're leaving. They're going out for dinner. And the New York Islanders are all in there getting iced and biking. And, they're, and these guys said, whoa, 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 wait a minute. There's, a, there's another level to this. And uh, I, I think that when, you, when you've had the, the opportunity to win it and you don't, or you think you're going to be good enough to win it, and you don't do it. You, it, it just is an awful sensation. And you know, it's, I've heard it a hundred times, and I've, I'm a firm believer: you got to hate losing more than you love winning. Because winning is the fun; that's cool. But losing's got to hurt. And I think for the Avalanche now, they've been through enough of the hurting and the losing and all of that. They want to go the other way. We're talking with Peter McNabb. You can catch him on Altitude Sports and Entertainment on the mic with our friend Mark Mosier. Um, There was a potential uh uh-oh moment for me watching last night's game. It was at the end of the second period, and Kadri is standing right in the thick of it, and he decided to show some self-control. To me, he is one of the keys, and there are many keys to the Avalanche winning 15 more games. But when you saw him close to that scrum, what were you thinking? Well, you know, it's a situation where you know, I mean, I just go back and think, how did he feel last year sitting out those last eight games before the the Avalanche were eliminated in in the time or the six games or whatever it was? He didn't get a chance to even come back and play. And so he had to watch this team lose a year after in the bubble, he was as good a player as there was in, in all the playoffs. He, he was fantastic. And you just, you know, you, it comes that time in your life. He's 31. He had a great season for the Avalanche. You just got to walk away. I mean, there is absolutely nothing to be gained by letting these guys push you around because it's just, it's just that. You know, guys are just pushing and shoving. They're trying to, you know, turn, turn this around or that around. But it, you know, you, you walk away, you skate away, you move away, and, and it really becomes a mute point really quickly. How much do you expect the Preds to try to kind of play chippy and muck it up in Game 2? Uh, you know, I don't know if they... I think, you know, for, for me personally, I thought the Avalanche matched everything that Nashville threw at them. You know, Nashville wanted to do this. So they hit more than anybody, but the Avalanche did a great job with that. I thought that, you know, I don't think there was a fight in the game last night, and, you know, that's what something Nashville does. But, you know, you want to play your game. You want to play your style. But how are you – and I think the biggest thing is how are you going to throw the avalanche off their game? You know, I've heard so many times people talk about, you know, when you get beat, 
seven, you know, seven to two, you know, you, you're trying to recover. There's another aspect to it. When you win seven to two, you've got to put that away right away. That was just a, that's a, a great game. It's a fun game, but now we're down to nothing, nothing, because if Nashville wins this next game, we're going back to Nashville tied at one and then they're feeling great. So, you know, you, you can't let the score of a, the game before affect winning or losing the whatever. You just have to, okay, that one's over. We're moving on. Anything we've got to talk about, anything we've got to do, anything, line changes, defensive pairs, what's going on, you know, you just sit down, you do it, and you get ready for game two. I'll never forget a conversation we had about three years ago. You and I were talking about this kid out of college named Kale McCarr, and you just kept going on and on and on. And I, I think you had said something to me like, I don't think people truly realize how great this kid is, how great of a skater he is. And you were gushing like you just had a newborn child. Has, <laughs> well, <you> know, <laughs> has he even exceeded your expectations? Um. Yes and no. I mean, he, I don't know what the limit is. I think that's the fun part. Uh, he, he doesn't seem to have one at this point. But, you know, it, it's funny how I compare it. This, this is how I kind of compared it when I was talking to, with people. Uh, the first time I saw Ray Bork, uh, he was, I, I was on the bench and he was on the ice. And he got the puck and he just turned to come up the ice. And I just, my knees just kind of went buckled. I went, oh, my God. That there it is. That there's there's our meal ticket. And then when I when I saw Kale at practice the very first time, it was the same thing. There's just there is a an electric reaction to those super duper stars. McKinnon's got it. Um, you know, obviously, you know, McCarr's got it. But you know, I think for McKinnon, we know what he can do. I mean, what he's doing in the playoffs now is, you know, that's things for legend. But you know, for Kale McCarr. He's, he's just growing in. He's just 23, for crying out loud. And he's just growing into being the player that he's going to be. Dare I say this, and you missed playing with him by one year. You joined the, you joined the Boston Bruins, and Bobby Orr went to the Chicago Blackhawks. Looking at Kale McCarr's trajectory, is he on the same clip as Bobby Orr? And I know that's as high as you could really go for a defenseman. You know, I, I I was around Boston too long, you know, and Bobby's Bobby. But, you know, there's, you know, you've got Gordy and Gordy Howe, Mario, Wayne, and Bobby. And, you know, to join that, you have to be some kind of special. And McCarr is some kind of special. And he may one day be that guy that, you know, because we always, always forget that Bobby's career was cut short. It was 10 years. 10 years of the best hockey you're ever going to see. And the thing that he did and McCarr may do it. I've been watching him really closely. And Bobby revolutionized the game because all of a sudden defensemen were jumping up into the play. Defensemen were rushing the ice. Defensemen were, you know, scoring 100 points. Defensemen were getting 40 goals. And that was Bobby Orr, just his influence on the game. And I'm really interested to see uh, what McCarr's influence on the game is going to be because when you're watching the Avalanche play, you know, you you're watching all the defensemen, not just McCarr, but Taves last night, Manson, Johnson, you know, Sammy G. You know, you're watching all of these guys jump up into the play. 
and they, you know, because I think you watch Kale do it, and you know, it, it, you're not going to get in that much trouble jumping up into the play. And you know, I think the old days it was the idea that oh, you jump up, you're going to get, you know, you're, something bad's going to happen. Well, these guys skate so well. My gosh, if Sammy, if Sam, if Sammy Gerard gets in trouble, he'll be the first guy back. You know, and, and and same with Kale McCarr. So I don't know if he's going to revolutionize the game or change the game, but you know, some of the stuff that he does, um, he could be an absolute highlight film. Uh, make, make a highlight film on the plays that don't score goals or don't. He doesn't get an assist. He just plays. He just makes. And uh, it, and the great part about it is you've got him and you've got Nathan McKinnon, who's man possessed. And these two guys are leading this team, so it's just a lot of fun. As terrific as McCarr has been, as much as you expected from him, does he still do things that surprise you that maybe oh, you didn't yeah. even think he could do? Oh yeah, absolutely. It was, it was you know, I, I remember when I was in Buffalo, and I was sitting beside this gentleman, Tim Horton, Hall of Fame. Oh yeah, you know, <laughs> great donuts, great, great donuts. donuts, you know, and whatever. But we're sitting on the bench, and mm-hmm. Timmy won Stanley Cups, and we're sitting. I'm sitting on the bench because that's where I sat when I was in Buffalo. And he, you know, he he says to me, Maxie, there's the greatest player you're ever going to see. Watch him. And Bobby Orr was about two feet away, and Bobby says, Timmy, I can hear you. And and <laughs> Tim Horton says, I know. And, and you know, Bobby just you just just constantly shaking your head at, at what he could do as Macar. You're just. You know, he he looks like he's caught. I think that's the fun part. Is like, okay, he's caught. No, he's not. What did he do? You know, you got to go back and look at it again because you you can't figure out just what one watch what he did because it's just too complicated. Oh, he's on this edge, that edge. He's you know, he's turning around. So, yeah, he's he's uh, he's he's always exceeding my expectations. But you know, uh, he's just a he's just a truly talented young guy and. You know, the, the great part is, and you hear this you know, a lot, but he's just a really nice kid. I yep. mean, a yeah. really nice kid. So, I mean, the whole package, it, it's just almost ridiculous. Well, let me throw this at you just for fun. You Feel free to steal this from me because I just looked this up as you were talking. You can make <laughs> this a graphic on your pregame show. Uh, Kale McCarr has played 178 games, 48 goals, 132 assists. Bobby Orr, through his first three seasons, 153 games, so roughly 25 less, 45 goals, 91 assists. Makar is on that trajectory. Yeah. Oh, there's no question that he's he's moving up. But until you get, you know, there's a certain feel that you have when you're watching, when you know what you're watching. You know, it's like when I first time I saw Gretzky, I was just like. Oh, we we had, we had an argument in the locker room. Honest <laughs> to goodness, that that can't be Gretzky in warmups. This kid's too young. That, that's got to be like a publicity stunt, right? You know, he can't he, he can't actually be Wayne Gretzky. But the young guys on the team said that's Gretzky. After the first period, that was great. That was Wayne Gretzky. Yeah. And you know, this, the same with Lemieux. The, Lemieux would get the puck, and your jaw would just drop. He would just do stuff. So. You know, when you look at at what Kale McCarr is doing, you know, in, in just such a short time in the in his career with the Avalanche, it's it's so much fun just to be around it and watch it and enjoy it, and and hopefully it's going to be a long run because that'll that'll be the determining factor of you know what happens next in his career. Is if he can get push this team 
and, and Nathan McKinnon and Gabe, you know, and Miko Rantanen and Eric Johnson, if they can push this team to a Stanley Cup, then then he starts to get to that trajectory of being as good as or right with Bobby Orr. Do not sell yourself short. You were a 35-plus goal scorer five times, 363 goals, 450 assists. That's just a tick more than I had during my non-NHL career. <laughs> Peter, my man, I'm so glad that I'm hearing your voice. I look forward to seeing you soon. Thanks for joining us. Thanks, Peter. You bet, you guys. Take care. You too. See you. All right, coming up after the break, Hugh Jackson and the Browns are in the news. Yeah, and Hugh Jackson says the Browns were tanking. NFL investigated, said no, they weren't tanking a few years ago, but there's some information out there that shows that... Uh, Maybe they were at least incentivizing losing. We're getting into that after the break. Afternoon drive with Goodman and Mason. Mount High Sports Radio, MountHighSports.com.